Pipe Network presents. This episode is brought to you by Anchor and Pipe Marketplace. Oh, and just a heads up, we may talk about things that are potentially triggering for you, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to another episode. Welcome to the pre-show show of the show. Today, it's going to be a glorious episode because our answers have been prayed. Our answers have been prayed. <laughs> no, um, today we have um, a guest. And no, it's not going to be the guest that we have been waiting for. Expecting. Uh, but oh, wait. someone better. Yes. Someone better. Oh. Someone. The <laughs> someone that. Someone that actually listens, that heeds the, heeds call, the call of the <laughs> fart god. Because I'll chica about it later. <laughs> we have our priestess here today. Hi, Mars. Thank you. Thank you. May the Lord break his wind upon us. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, get Hi. Today, we have lots of chica for you today. Um, get your thinking caps on also because it's detective time. We will be talking about unsolved mysteries. Ooh. Ooh. And... On the fourth segment, we will have our Fright Flick today. And it's going to be a very special kind of Fright Flick because we are going to be treating it like a normal fart. Ooh. So, get ready because it's time to start the show. Mars, please. Yes. Commence the, what do you call it? it? Prayers. No. Commence the ritual. (laughs) It's like, are you asking me to fart? (laughs) No, 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 don't, 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 don't. Please, no. Please, no. We have so much. We have way too much fart jokes in this show. You know, sometimes it can get distasteful. But anyway, just, you know, like, say something. Like, to start the show. Something. Why do you seem so scared? Hi, I'm Ninia. And my name is Andrew. Welcome to the Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales Show. A podcast where we talk about scary stories that happened in real life. If you were a part of this terrorist group, you would be targeted and killed by the Aswa. These three girls, their friends, two of them decided to stab their other friend just to please Slenderman. Bigfoot is the internet influencer of the monster world. It killed 19 American servicemen that day. So sit back, relax, and try not to go crazy with fright. Aren't we all crazy? I want this show to be family friendly. Family friendly, we talk about murder and horror and all that crap. Welcome one and all. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hello. Yes, my name is Andrew, and I am here with my co-host, Min. Hi. Oh, she said her name. We have our priestess with us today. Yes, we have our priestess. What's your name, priestess? (laughs) Sorry, wait. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Um, from now on, we shall call her Priestess. <coughs> um. <laughs> sorry, I was like, wait, and there was a burp that came out. It came out like a cup. Sorry, I was, I drank soda. But yes, I am Priestess Mars, the Blessed Priestess, who did not realize that she is the priestess. Still, <laughs> I was recently ordained. Thank you for the position. I cherish it. You have no choice. You have to accept. <laughs> yes, I will take on the. It's that kind of job. I I like wind. So Mars, like, how are you today? How are you? I'm I'm great. Um, I've been feeling a bit spicy today. Oh, um, spicy! Been doing, spicy. Um, it's just more or less my obsession with shadow and bone for one, and um, some writing and a lot of work. So it's been pretty hot, 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 and it's not just the weather. How's your health? <laughs> oh, um, it's good. It's fine. Um, you know, like the typical late night staying up. Okay. Uh, beyond good. that, nah. And uh, the 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 few the few sodas to stay awake. But beyond that, I'm good. I think maybe probably two days to wait and sleep. Hi. <laughs> you admit. <laughs> Okay, who just peed? No, I got water. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got water, bitch. How, how are you? How are you, Beb? I don't know why. It's just... Uh, no, I have news. Ooh, 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 guys. She has news. I have news. I have two news. Um, And then one chica. So, um, <laughs> the first news is I told you, A, that you're gonna find this kind of dumb, but I'm proud. I actually finally finished my Minecraft house. Thank you, guys. <laughs> that, is, that is the first news. Like, it took me how many hours? Because, like, I did not like how it originally looked. So, I tear it all down and start it over again. And then, like, it's finished now. So, that's, yay. Happy ako with that. It took me about, what, four or five hours to just sit down and, like, try not to, like, get dizzy playing Minecraft. <laughs> and then, um, the other one is I might move to Zamboanga. What? Probably next next week or next month. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you moving to Zamboanga? Um, because I know, like my sister, but they have like this business thing here in Manila. At the same time, they had this whole business thing in Mindanao in Zamboanga. And then um it's not just in Zamboanga, but um most or like the parent headquarters ng like Mindanao business is in Zamboanga. So that one is like they're finally closing the deals, they're signing contracts and whatsoever na. Like I I don't really like ask more details about it. So basalian and then like once it's like set in stone na daw, we're going to be moving to Zamboanga. That's the plan. Why don't yeah. you just go back to Iloilo? I was thinking about it and I actually talked to my sister earlier na like um my friend Erica, she actually asked like if I want to go back to Iloilo with her because she's also in Manila. She like asked na like we can stay at her place because she actually has a house in Iloilo um with her mom but she doesn't like to live with her mom. So she plans is um we're going to stay there with her for like a, a little while until like we can earn enough to like go then somewhere else that like we'll split rent and? like two like a, I like an, an apartment with two rooms or something like that that's the initial plan and then like my sister was like no it's fine because we have to like finish your school pa we have to like do this and that and then like it's better you stay here with me muna we'll move to Zamboanga at least in Zamboanga like once the whole operation starts you can with this job and then we can just pay you like more than because what we're planning is call center and she was like oh you're gonna get paid more than call, how much call centers get paid i'm like mm-hmm. i like i love my sister but i'm like mm-hmm. 
gonna see how that goes. What is going to happen with your internet situation there? Um, what they plan now, like this is the plan, which is like not super, you know, super set in stone. But the plan is like in Zamboanga, they're gonna go and like buy a house, and then sa house is that when they're gonna have a line, a proper line connected, not no more. Um, we have to like load the the internet like every few days, every week. Just to like get internet. I hope it's not that shitty. And then um, what Kevin was telling me with regards to like internet, if it's a direct line, I can try to look for a cord to hook up the laptop to um the the modem. router uh-uh. and the, the modem uh modem or router. I think there is a port for this laptop. This one is like old as fuck. So, yeah. And you're still gonna be doing your art commissions, right? Um, that. Yeah, I, I plan to still do my art commissions. Like, example, they do give me a desk job. At least on the weekends or something, I can still earn money for um from art commissions and I still will do art. Because I do have plans to, like, make um one-shot na comic. Like, mm-hmm. like a, a few chapters of the comic and then stories and stuff. My sister was, like, talking to me about school and then, like, she said nah, generally what's gonna happen is that I'm just gonna, like, what's the term? I don't know terms today. <laughs> uh, Like, stay in the house and then do online classes. That's a term. Online classes. That's a thing. Well, so hopefully, I- you know, I wish you all the best. Uh, Of course, you know, I'm always cautious about you going to new places. At least, yeah, you are closer to us in Davao. I just moved to Davao. Yeah. 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 Marcia's yeah. house is Marcia's house is open. Yeah. You know, and then we can play MTG all night and then what is sleep? And then we can keep talking about all the sleep stories. Yeah. I've just yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I'm I'm forcing Ninja into Marcia's house. Mind you, a house that I don't even own. Um <laughs> Me, 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 house, two house. Nins will have a special spot on the bed. So, so um, guys, I have one more. Oh, you have one is, more. Um, I okay, think go ahead. Marcel like like this one. This person um added me as a friend, and then they were like talking to me about art stuff, and then like I think I told Mars about this person before. The first conversation was um like, hey, can you um help me with like anatomy and um hands and whatever, and then, like how to do clothes. So I'm like, here's my advice, and here are links. You can check there. And then like I, I said that I actually have a folder, my personal folder where I check um, references. I recommend like you do the same thing where you gather references. And this one was like, uh, you have to send me your references. I'm like, yeah, I know. I can't do that. This person was like, I'm now cursing you with horny. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then this person was like, oops, accent. Sorry. I'm like, okay. And then... Um, cursing you with horny? Yeah. Like, oh my God, I remember this. Yeah, remember oh this? Yeah, remember I think, this? I think the curse went to me. <laughs> oh my God, I roll my eyes. Like, accident April. now. More. Accident now. I'm like, uh-huh. Sure, whatever. Because like I, I refuse to give my references. Because like, I have a lot. Folders and folders and folders of references. I'm like, I'm not gonna like take my time to just send everything to you. Like, sorry, but no. And then on the April 17th, this was like, hi, thanks for like the reference. They gave me a huge help. And I gave a thumbs up because that was like, I, I replied at 3am because I woke up. This person was like, oh? And then I'm like, sorry, it's 3am here, but you're welcome. And then like, okay, dot, dot. And then around 2 a.m. earlier today, he's like, hi. I'm like, hello. And then this one's like, have you heard of the artist Saul Khan? 
S-A-W-C-O-N. I'm like, nope, this person replies. The one who loves to draw medieval realism stuff, she says she knows you. I'm like, what's her socials? Can you send me a screenshot of um, or an SS of her um, profile? And then this person replied, so con these nuts. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Oh, I'm like I'm like it was 2 a.m. and I'm like I'm not in the mood talaga for like the, the bullshit it's funny like I will say it's funny but like I was so not in the mood because like 2 fucking a.m. and I was trying to sleep and then like I've been in trouble I've been having trouble sleeping wait wait wait, I'm wait, like, wait, Sorry? wait wait is this DN mm-hmm. DN these nuts <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, I keep. Uh, I don't know these jokes, but like, uh, there's money. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I I will always fall for those. Like like seriously, guys. I will always. I don't know those things. That, not, that, like, you will know them. I will I, always I will, answer one. Funny enough, somebody tried to do a nuts joke to me, and I was like, Oh yeah, I like nuts, cashews, pistachios. I made it lame. So that they don't get to laugh. But that's funny too, though. I, I'd say that's funny too. <laughs> well, guys, 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 guys. Speaking of work, because you know how we were talking about you working earlier, and I was going to jump from there to go to my chica. Which, but you had Sorry. one more, but that's fine. Speaking of nuts. Speaking of nuts. Um, I. Your boy got lots of podcasting gigs. Oh, yeah. Currently, I am I am juggling. I'm I think I'm about to juggle like two podcasting, uh, editing gigs. So I want to talk about it now because uh, the first one that I will be working on, and the one that I'm currently working on, is this podcast called Oh My God I'm Launching. So it's like this really cool podcast that talks about launching a business, anything to do with a business launch. So I'm editing their episodes and I don't want to give too much information on the second one yet. But when it does happen, I will tell everyone. So uh, please go listen to Oh My God, I'm Launching. Starting from episode 80 and forward, that's all me. I've edited all those episodes. That's cool. Yeah. Also, I got vaccinated. I got my first jab the other day. Oh. How you feeling? And you- let me tell you. I like how it's jab. The term is jab. The first. <laughs> impaled. <laughs> the afternoon after I got vaccinated was so. Yeah. How do I say this? It was so awful. My arm was sore. Well, how do you feel? Um, I was his, sleepy. His arm is sore. It was like Sleep. I. It was like mm-hmm. I worked out. But I, like sleepy one, is like great though. No, I, it's not great, especially if your room is hot. So yes, I was baby for like the whole day, and then I worked at the night. I feel like I feel like you missed the chance to like do like a penetration joke, like use the term penetrate. I was I was no, careful just, to avoid so. a penetration joke, <laughs> yes. um, especially with okay. a sore yes. arm and everything. He has a sore arm. <laughs> Also, guys, guys, so my chica for this episode is, um, so remember how a few days, a few episodes ago, I was trying to get a hold of a guest to come on the show. Oh. But actually, it wasn't just one guest. It was several guests. So these people, I don't 
know them personally, so I can't just go to their social media and then ask them for something. It it was more mm-hmm. of like I had to find their emails and message and email them and stuff like that. Be all professional and stuff like that. Nobody replied. Sad. Scene like, zone. I yeah. I don't know if it's a scene zone or if they intentionally don't want to reply because even if somebody invited me to come on their show and then I was like, no, I can't do this. I would say, no, I'm so sorry. You I would can't. still like inform. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I can't mm. go. But please, um, if in the future you have ganito ganyan, then I would be down for it. Just let me know a week prior. Mm-hmm. And then these people, like, they just don't reply. And then I'm kind of like torn whether I should keep following up because supposedly one of the guests was supposed to be on this episode with Mars and, oh. and everyone. So it, it was supposed to be like this whole gangbang of guests. And it was supposed to be a nightmare for me to edit. But I guess it things worked out because it's just me, Ninja, and Mars this episode. But yeah, it's, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to mention them, but uh, I just want to say... If you are listening to this episode, you're really shitty for not answering your email. And um, oh, okay. I did I did <laughs> like... follow I did have a follow-up email. I did have a follow-up email and still no reply. So you are really <laughs> shitty for that. Um, I feel guilty because I'm I'm a marketing person. <laughs> there are some emails I don't reply to because I'm like, eh. <laughs> Especially it's like uh, outreach. I mean, I guess it, it is much more professional. Like, not a lot of people have that kind of decency to, like, say, hey, sorry, I can't join. Or, like, they, they kind of have a weird superiority complex. It's like, oh, um, you're not even worth my time to respond to or something. They're, they're doing That's people sad. Like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Weird superiority complex. We are higher on the Spotify charts than them. There, I said it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not know that. Okay, jeez. <laughs> No, the shade. No. No. The, the shade, bruh. You do, bruh. Not, you do not piss off. That, that's how it is. You, you want to be forward. I yeah, even messaged forward, guys. Okay, hold on. I even messaged them on, on Facebook. I even I, I even was like, hey, guys, I, I emailed you. Please reply if you can. You know, it'd be so scene awesome. Zone, right? Yeah, it, it was scene zone. I'll send a screenshot later. I, have... I, can't, I can't send this on the Discord. <laughs> But like, okay, guys, for, for future reference, like at least respond to Andrew. Don't don't leave him like that. And lalo na scene zone, that's so bad, you know. Like you will. If you do that to me, rap. though, like it's fine, it's fine because I do that too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you do that to me, I'm just saying. You will be shaded on the podcast. You will be shaded on the podcast. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care for friends. Yeah, I'd probably shade too. I'd probably shade. <laughs> we'll just, like, the, 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 it will just throw a lot of shade. Okay, it's okay. Like you know, like the you know people sometimes don't have decency, and you know people do be like that. Sh- throw shade. Yeah, it's like un- it's kind of common courtesy though. Like if you if you actually think about it, it's like common courtesy to like like reply at least. Yeah, or but give a thumbs up to even be more dickish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, all shade aside, you know, I I genuinely like their show. I listen to their podcast. Uh, but maybe now I won't. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> no, uh, I genuinely listened to their podcast and I was like, oh, this would be so cool if they came on the show and we, you know, supported e- each other because we are both um, horror podcasts. We talk about true crime, supernatural stuff. So, you know, it would be so cool if, you know, we 
collaborated, helped each other, stuff like that. Fine. Sad. I just don't want to mention their name because it's it I it's you know too complicated. I don't want to start like a podcast war. Actually, maybe I do. Podcast war. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't want to. No, no, no. I don't want to start anything. Uh, basta yun na yun. Yun na yun. For as much as we can, we'll try to be. I, I'm letting this go now. Basta I was. I'm just really sad. I'm just really sad that they couldn't come. But on the yeah. Show. I was really hoping that they would. That's kind of, that, that is sad. So today's topic is about unsolved mysteries. So maybe that that is an unsolved mystery that you know we need to get to the bottom. We of. will never know. Yeah, we will never know. The inspiration for this is actually um, BuzzFeed Unsolved, of course. One of the OG inspirations for this show, because you know how we talk about supernatural stuff and true crime. Guess where I got that from? Yeah. Buzzfeed Unsolved. Are you a Shaniac? Uh, no, I am a. Oh my god. I am a Burga ba- Burga baby. <laughs> I don't know. What oh my to... god. Burga baby. <laughs> I don't know what to call. Shaniacs. I like no offense to to Ryan. No, but Shane all the way. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Ryan Bergara looks like Tirso. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So wait. So there's a bias. <laughs> so there is a there is a bias, and that is. That that is what I told him. I was like, Tirso, you look like Ryan Bergara. And I find that really hot. So anyway. Um, <laughs> what did Tirso say though? He was like, ooh, it's also an old topic on the show. We have talked about it uh with what was that one I know unsolved mystery that we talked about? Oh yeah. Um, um your one was the Ethiopian missing people. Yeah. Yeah. And my like, one was the Trump DR. sisters. Uh-uh. And then for that, we had Guri on the show, which is another fart gang. Why does this podcast stand Unsolved Mysteries? Do you guys know? Do you guys have any idea? Because we have nothing to, else to do. <laughs> I have a more existential dread question, but... <laughs> well, what is this question? Uh, I mean, to this, I have an, the existential dread answer would be because we're trying so hard to find answers to things that don't really have answers. And we try to put a possible answer to ease ourselves because the unknown terrifies us. Shut up. I mean, true, (laughs) true. But what I love about Unsolved Mysteries is the absurdity of the theories as to what happened. I mean, literally, some of these theories even go as far as aliens. Yeah, uh, and it makes you really think like what really happened in like these situations and you know you kind of like fall down like a hole into like mm-hmm. what like you're trying to figure it out yourself you you know like you're trying to be a detective hoping to figure something out do, do you guys do that with unsolved mysteries some people like to have answers to questions i'm the kind of person who's okay if some questions don't have answers and that's what we call the wisdom of the fart god Um, yeah, uh, so I kind of want to, before we go on a break, I kind of want to say this. Like, I want to do our stories kind of like BuzzFeed Unsolved. You want want me to be, you want me to be the Shane to your Ryan? Yes, please. Feel free, you and Ninya, to be like, to, to laugh at the absurdity or something because, you know, we, we, I want that. We're going to go take a break. And when we come back, my story is probably... One of the OG stories of this genre of killing 
in the Philippines. Oh, diba? There's a genre of killing. Wow. So, what? we'll be right back. Mars, <laughs> what was that? And welcome back, everyone. In this hand of mine, you can't stop the things I do. I lie. I've searched high and low, wrote down an essay. Now Andrew is back, and there's hell to pay. There's a story for you. Okay, oh, hold on. So I just opened Twitter for a second, and then literally uh-huh. the first tweet it says, "This coming June 18th will be the final season of BuzzFeed Unsolved True Crime," yeah. and then oh. and then and then they're gonna be doing Supernatural for a bit, and then it's also the final season of that. But you know, if if you want more Ryan Bergara and Shane Madej Maday Maday Madej, um. If you want more content with them, uh, just go to Watcher. Uh, it's this channel on YouTube. It's it's their channel with um, Stephen Lim, the cutie Asian guy from um, BuzzFeed. Rin. So, you know, just saying. If you yeah, wanna... they really have a good. They have a really good series. I've been watching the Are You Scared series Ooh. because like they they kind of read stories submitted to them, and then they put their spin of humor. Which, like, my favorite quotes right now is, Pedro is a state of mind. <laughs> but anyway, um, I want to talk about... Okay. So, before I go on, I want you guys to both pay attention to everything that I'm about to say. Because we are going to try and see for ourselves what we think. You know, we're trying, we're trying to be detectives. You're, we're trying to solve this crime. And I'm trying to give all the perspectives, all the information that I can find. So hopefully this will, you know, we can, we can be like, you know, how do, I, how do I say it? Like detectives. Okay? Okay. Yes, sir. Right. So let's set the scene a little bit. It's summer of 1967. President Marcos is two years into his first term as president. The province of Davao had just split into three provinces, namely Davao del Norte, Davao del Sur, and Davao Oriental. Philippine cinema was about to enter a second golden age with the rise of color in films with stars like Nora Honor and Vilma Santos. Women would walk the streets of Escolta wearing pastel-colored dresses they go all the way down to their knees with flat-toed closed shoes, while men wore business casual attire of either long sleeve or elbow-length white button-downs, and black slacks with leather shoes. The jeepneys back then were very small but abundant in the spacious, pollution-free streets of Manila. Can you guys picture it? Yeah, I can see it with my eyes. That's good. Now, on May 28th of that same year, 
A garbage collector makes his usual rounds along Malabon Street, Santa Cruz, Manila. He goes on to open one of the garbage cans and there he sees a pair of legs cleanly cut up into four pieces wrapped in newspapers dated May 14th. He was probably like, you know, what the fuck is this? So he goes on to touch it and as soon as he touches it, it feels cold like it was just taken out of the freezer and thrown. He then notices the toenails were well pedicured and maintained, suggesting the parts belonged to someone who could afford to do this. The police, not long after, arrive at the scene with the local media. A few days prior, they found a badly decomposed hand in front of a barber shop, and at first, they thought that the hand and legs belonged to the same person. This was, however, thrown away the theory was thrown away when they concluded that the decomposition rates of both parts did not match. A day later, a newspaper wrapped in torso... No, sorry. I, I got it wrong. A day later... A newspaper? A sorry, newspaper wrapped torso with arms also cut up was found along EDSA near Guadalupe Bridge. The newspaper is this time dated May 23. And the police found their answers. By checking the fingerprints, they found this to be the body of Miss Lucila Lalu or the Chop Chop Lady. The first Chop Chop Lady of the Philippines. I'm like trying to like well, you, picture... You're the... taking in all the words right now. Okay, okay. Uh, to, to... You can keep going. We're, gonna, we're taking all the mad notes. So, write it down! Write it down! So who is... <laughs> So guys, who is Lucila Lalu? So Lucila Tolentino Lalu was from Pampanga who had dreams of making it big in Manila. With almost nothing to her name, she moved to Manila and initially worked as a waitress at a small bar. People close to her described her as being very good with money and soon, using the money she saved up, she opened her salon, Lucy's House of Beauty, and a restaurant and cocktail lounge slash nightclub called The Pagoda. Soon, she met Aniano de Vera, a married police officer, and the two fell in love. Ooh. They soon began living under the same house, and they had a kid together. But it was also known, apparently, that she had other lovers on the side. And honestly, honestly you know, like, what a modern woman, you know, like, not tied down to a man, busy with her career. Strong, independent, ate. Strong, independent woman. You know, I, I stand. I stand. In May 1967, she disappeared. Despite her disappearing, no newspaper clippings mentioned her disappearance. So the family and friends were probably thinking she was with her, you know, with one of her Lover. lovers on, on a trip out of town. But now they had their answers. Lucila was dead. When she moved into Manila, she apparently submitted her fingerprints for a record and that was how mm -hmm. they were able to identify her because they had a hand and then they were like, oh, the fingerprints match. So, according to the investigators, whoever killed Lucila had to be someone skilled with a knife or at least have some sort of medical knowledge because the body was cut up really cleanly. Mm -mm. And they also noted that the parts were frozen and found in different parts of the city. So whoever killed her had access to a huge fridge uh, or a freezer and a vehicle of some sort. I feel like it's like cannibalism. Like the straight up unreasonable. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Speculation. Speculation. Okay. Now, Speculation. 
Let's take a look into some of the suspects that the police thought to have killed Lucila Lalo. First is the 19-year-old Florante Relos, who was a waiter at Pagoda and someone that Lucila supported monetarily. Florante was apparently Lucila's lover and she even rented out a quote-unquote love nest in Cubao where he could stay. Sorry, that's so gross to hear, like calling it a love nest. I know, I know, I know. But, you like, know. why? <laughs> Probably because that's where they, you know, did, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, but, did, like, did, don't call uh, it the love nest. It could, I mean, do you want a love den? A love hole? <laughs> God, love hole sounds so wrong. Okay, Mars, you just made it so much worse. You just made it so much worse. So, shame for you. So, Florante was arrested and released shortly after it was established that he did not have any motives for killing her. Because, number one, Lucila supported her monetarily. And number mm-hmm. two, there were Sugar lovers. Mama. Uh-huh. And apparently, he had an alibi that during the time of the murder, or the estimated time of the murder, he was out drinking with his friends. But on the night of the murder, though, according to Florante, he met Lucila at 7.30 p.m. Take note of this. 7.30 p.m. where she told him that she was going to be at the beauty parlor if ever she needed him. I'm not sure if this was in the official records, but in the article that I read, um, apparently, a cashier at Pagoda came out with a statement saying that Lucila had broken up with Florante sometime near the time of the murder. And on the night of the murder, several witnesses saw Lucila being dragged by Florante and his friends into a taxi from the beauty parlor. None of these accounts were, however, verified. So it's speculation. No, it's not confirmed whether the cashier was telling the truth or not. Oh, okay. But they did come out with that statement. Now, second is the policeman, Anyano de Vera. You know, Lucila's baby daddy of yeah. seven years. It was no secret that they were having relationship problems, her and Anyano. And apparently, it was so bad that their six-year-old child had to stay with Lucila's mother in Caloocan. According to many people, it was not hard to make Anyano angry or jealous. He had fired his service gun three times in the pagoda and her beauty parlor the month before she disappeared. And on the night of her disappearance, he claimed to have dinner with Lucila at the beauty parlor at about 6.30 p.m. Then, he immediately left not long after. Wait, so the first one was 7, right? 7.30 at the pagoda. Oh, and then this one is at 6.30 at the beauty parlor. Okay. So who's lying here? Interesting. Now, third is an unknown suspect. Apparently, he was an executive at a printing firm who also happened to be Lucila's lover. He was, very, he was never named in any of the reports and was only considered a suspect because of the cardboard material used by the same printing firm that was found wrapped under her torso inside the newspaper. It was also made apparent that he had an alibi that night and was never investigated any further. Do you guys want to give your reaction to this one? Because I have a feeling something happened here. Like, what I can think of is like if the police uh was the one who killed her no 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 like, no, no. I don't for think the third would... suspect for the third suspect oh, it's for the third one the printing uh-uh. press um it's difficult because there's no name given we don't know the social class we don't know uh-uh. 
Yeah, uh, but he's. This is just a. It's limited information. It's like saying if you wrap a body with an SM supermarket bag, it's it's an SM. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's it's too it's too too broad. This could just be convenient that the printing press have it could be printing a lot of things and somebody had access to the boxes that could be a thing. But think it's about it. The fact that person, I have thought about it. No, no, no. Think about this. He is a executive at the printing firm suggesting that he is very powerful ah, and holds an a lot of power in the media. That was why he was never, his name was never reported. Ah. Huh? Huh? It could be. Because like everyone else was named. So I'm like, it could be. Could be. Like he's like son of the owner of the printing press. And then like, it's a big name. So that's why he was never really put in question or, you know. Okay, the other thing was he probably, just a hunch, he probably bribed the police to not investigate him any further. Yeah, like if he was not named and he was, you know, like they could have either like bribed him, like bribed the police or like he's like, he has like political influence or something like that. Okay. Like. That's what I'm thinking. Now, here is where your theory kind of falls short a little bit. Because the fourth and last suspect actually came forward many days later and at the height of the investigation. His name was Jose Luis Santiano, a 28-year-old dentistry student who was apparently the son of a general or a political... Oh um, uh, yeah, political figure. F- political figure. I'm I'm not sure who. Basta Sancha ng ano. Basta he's very rich and powerful. This one, this one came became widely known by everyone. Now, actually, he confessed in writing that he had a mental blackout, but apparently he remembers strangling Lucila to death. It was also found that he was one of Lucila's lovers and a boarder in one of the spare rooms in her parlor. In his testimony, he said that Lucila had tried to seduce her, but he said no. When he kept refusing, Lucila threatened to create a scandal, and it was there he lost his mind and killed her. He kept the body underneath his bed and disposed of the parts in paper bags while commuting in taxis and jeepneys. He also said he disposed of the head Somewhere in Diliman, Quezon City, the police searched, however, and um, found no traces. But they did find traces of dried blood underneath his bed. So what do you think so far? Like, the thing is, the like, one of the body parts was frozen, though. So, like, unless he has access to freezer and so on, I, I don't think he could be covering for someone else. That's what I think. Well, I know it's not the printing guy. <laughs> Uh, I think we need more details before we can react further. You know, get all the get all the information. Okay, you need more details, and luckily I have that for you. Three days later, however, Jose Luis retracted his statement. Apparently, he was only an unwilling witness to the murder and was in fact committed by three men. Two men did murder Lucila in Jose Luis's room, while the third man held them hostage while pointing a gun at him. The following morning, a fourth man appeared in the boarding room and planted the evidence, such as the blood, 
the bodies and stuff like that. Over the next few days, he would receive notes to keep silent. So now, what do you think? I'm not sure. It's very interesting because, like, based on what he's saying, it seems like I know he's saying that there's like about it, four people who could have been the other suspects. Yeah, like maybe they all got together and then they all decided that like, oh, like this this person is like sleeping with all of us. All right, let, yeah. this is it, enough of this. That, that Let's is confront this person and then maybe the policeman got angry. Yeah, I mean John Tucker must die. That was the plan. Yeah. You know, like so we confronted her and they're like are you actually sleeping with like one of us and stuff I do agree with your thoughts guys but we'll talk about that later now what happened after the police kept insisting that Jose Luis or Jose Luis did it especially since they found the hammer with bloodstains in the room. And while Jose Luis was being held by the NBI, they apparently received bomb threats to let him go. He was later released and the people speculate that Jose Luis moved abroad and is still alive to this day. Here's what I think happened. I do agree with you, Ninya and Mars, that maybe somehow they all found out that Oh, this woman is this independent, strong woman who don't need no man. Is sleeps with all of the men. <laughs> yeah, with sleep sleeves with all of us, and you know we are jealous lovers and all that. The attention must be only for mm-hmm. me, you know, Ganon. Mm-hmm. So I think they all they all gathered together, all four of them, and they plotted to kill her because first, 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 Florante Relos was drinking with his friends, right? Mm-mm. We never know who these friends are. Yeah, we don't know who these friends are. Could could have been the other guys. It could have been the other guys. And also, there was a gun, apparently, in the statement that Jose Luis... the police. uh Uh-uh. Jose Luis gave. So, who else could have had a gun in the four suspects? The police guy. Mm Mm-mm. Now, the bomb threats suggest that this person who is sending these bomb threats, like, is someone super powerful, someone, you know, high up there, could yeah. have been the executive at the printing firm. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Bomb notes, printing press, connect- connections. Where, where else would you print a note? At the printing press? Uh? Printing press. Yeah. Uh? Yeah. Uh? It makes sense. <laughs> and then I feel like, um, I feel like um, Andrew's just like putting all the red strings and he's just like huh huh uh, like, uh, like the meme and then and then oh and then God, we, we need to have that and then there was also a remember how the police speculated that someone whoever killed Lucila had to be someone skilled with a knife or at least had some sort Mm-mm. of medical knowledge. Medical, which is the... the yes. The dentist. Jose Luis himself. And yes. he did come out with a statement that he disposed of the parts in paper bags while commuting in taxis and jeepneys. I believe he was telling the truth here. Uh-oh. But when he retracted his statement, I think that was when he was panicking because he was like, I don't want to be the only one under heat for, for this crime. Caught up. Uh-uh. So he was like, okay, I have to get the others in. So, deba, do you see the... Do, do, do you see <laughs> it? Eh? Eh? I'm starting to know. I don't. Do you, do you see the connections? Yeah, so that's what I think happened. I think these four people connived to, in like in a drunken haze, connived to kill Lucila. Yeah. 
Like that's what yeah, that's what I think too. It'll, it makes the most logical sense, the simplified sense that they all found out. That you know, there's one there's one there's one chick and all that and all that many men. And this is why when you have your partners, you should have a conversation of the consent of polyamory. No, just kidding. Uh, which is true. <laughs> but <I'm> true. <laughs> Like, you know, everybody has to consent to that kind of relationship. It's not just you having fun. Everyone else should have fun, too. So, yeah, um, that's my fart. That's a, that's a very interesting love fart, though. Like, Dear so what do you think of that fart? I love it. Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, by so, the way, did you see the, the thing I made for you? I po- posted it in the... That's basically Andrew. That was like basically <laughs> Andrew the entire time. <laughs> during, during that part. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> totally. Like, I will be posting this in the Discord server, so you guys can see this yeah. too. Join the Discord. It's really fun. Oops. It's a bit quiet, but it can get fun. Yeah, guys. You know, we need more people to join the Discord server. And actually, some people have joined the Discord server, yet they don't enter the server. Do you get what I mean? I'm not, I am I don't know if I should just, you know... Um, Do a video on how to get in the server. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if I should just revamp the server to be a little bit more simple because I think I made it too complicated, especially for the newbies. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You know, um, I guess you just need a few bots in there to tell them to go to uh, I think, I know. Because I, can, I can help you with like, that. A lot of click people, here to like do stuff. There are currently like, what? Three people who are in the server who have not picked a role. And like, do you guys to get into the server or do you guys just want to see the the announcements of new episodes? Because totally, that's fine with me. But like, you know, it's so sad. Like, let you... us know. Like, yeah, we, we'd like to know. Yeah, we'd, we'd what, love to know. What can we improve on the server? Yeah. And also, I'm planning to do like the top stories like yeah, for like people who are in the server already, is it too complex, guys? Like again, let us know. Yeah, please, please let us know. Do tell us in the server. I don't know if if the the labels are too too RP. There's a lot of labels. Uh-huh. You know, like because you know it, you're kind of RPing that you're in a haunted cabin in the no, woods, I li- right? I like the I like the content honestly. Like it, I like how you set it up. Um, I think it's just some. Like if the like there are just some things in Discord like there's still a lot of people who do not understand how it works so it's fine. I mean, true. Sense. If you were to tell me last year to navigate like the farts Discord server, it would it would it would have been the same. Like I would not understand anything. I had to go through a boot camp to figure out what happens in the Discord server. I would cry. It's okay. I like um it took me some time. Like I only found out how to do Discord thanks to tech savvy kids. Beyond that, I don't know half the time I'm doing stuff. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for my part, guys. We are going to take a break. And when we come back, Ninya, do you wanna give us uh, like a, a sneak peek into your story? My story is very interesting. To a point that until now, it's still unsolved. Be, 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 be. Yes. The theme of this episode Hello? is unsolved mysteries. So of course it's yeah. going to be very interesting and unsolved. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> she mentioned the title of the episode. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. We'll this be right back. My, uh, <laughs> this is my contribution. <laughs> <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Pipe Marketplace. Do you want to get great deals on food, books, art services, and even milk tea? You can visit pipenetwork.co forward slash marketplace. And for any of the services available, use the promo code FARTS and get exclusive discounts. Once again, that's pipenetwork.co forward slash marketplace and use the promo code FARTS and get exclusive discounts. Pipenetwork.co forward slash marketplace, promo code FARTS. Before we get back to the episode, you should check out this Pipe Network show. Hey everyone, we are the 3AM Avenue podcast series, ang hashtag tropang madaming ebas. Here to have genuine conversations about life, love, career, and many more. Don't forget to search for us on Spotify. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 3AM Podcast Series to hear more about our Tropas Quintuhans, adventures, and journey towards reaching our goals. See you, mga katropa! Epsi, um... Hey, pal! <laughs> We are back. Yes. Yes. Something for your ear hole, a tale to scare this. No way, I think I played that last episode. I'll play this one. Oh, my ninja. There she goes again. My, my. She's got something for ya Oh, you listener Brace yourself and then Try not to get paranoia I really have to update the theme songs I don't know, I feel like I feel like I want to update it's a, throw, it's a throwback Another theme song for you For like you have options Maybe, maybe Yeah Okay. Like next. an extra theme song so, my story uh, started in 1960s. In 1935, a man named Elgin Collins started his farm. He, he worked on his farm, and mostly the farm focuses on um, horses or ponies, where uh, people, especially children, would go and enjoy um, horseback rides. And for people who, like, you know, um, like parents wouldn't allow them to like ride they can still like hang out check out the horses and like like you know it's a, it's a great um meeting spot for people who just want to relax it's an attraction basically so and the the farm operated till um 1996 um six years prior to when they started to like get the land for rezone for apartments um, Elgin Cullen, uh, what? Sir what? Cullen, Edward Cullen, Elgin. Elgin. Oh, never mind. <laughs> About um, eight oh five p.m. on November seventeenth. Uh, sorry, November fourteenth of nineteen sixty. Mr. Cullen, at sixty-two, but was found that he was shot dead on the farm. This was a, it was a homicide in Toronto. Um, back then, people would like speculate on like who killed him because there was no evidence. And then uh, I assumed because this was back in 1935 or I'm um, sorry, 19 the 19th. Um, 
people are pretty far away from each other like like land wise like your neighbor is like in a pretty you know pretty um far away area from yours like they do have neighbors and then the the neighbors will like talk about what happened and like the police couldn't find like any fingerprints or um like tracks or whatever i say like fingerprints weren't a thing then so yeah that was that was a whole problem for them the police would like ask the neighbors and so on like um if they've seen anyone or whatsoever for like it's 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 been a difficult case for them and 10 days after um mr colin died one of his neighbors actually took their life this is that's when um the the neighbors of mr colin speculated that it was the neighbor the neighbor was not named but um that's when they speculated oh it's the guy who um took his own life probably out of guilt for killing uh this old man it's like it's a possibility that mm-hmm. um could he, he could have like they could have been arguing we because there's no witnesses or whatsoever so we never really know um what happened so they could have been arguing and then like or like probably mr colin was confronted by something and then he got shot so Oof, one of the things, um it was never mentioned on like the the art there's only two articles that i can find and it wasn't because both of the articles are basically the same when i checked um it was never mentioned which or what kind of gun it was they used but like it was just a gun that's it so, like so there's like, no extra he died, he died by the gun yeah he died by he, he died by the gun where, was where there any where did this happen um toronto okay oh my god toronto but question though was there any indication of like descriptions of struggle shot no gunshot wound was it close was it far let me double check because see as far as i was reading earlier like it wasn't stated the like the distance of like how far it was it it like most of the stuff sa article is parang not shown kumbaga like like the name of the neighbor or like the status of the neighbor they never really um publicize the status and then actually um they still they are still the police that are still trying to see if they can still investigate further on it even if this was a case back in the 1960s pa. That was like decades ago na. Yeah, and then so they, they, they tried to figure out na like, if we can find like, like a death, like hype a deathbed confession. Like there was a quote here na, like if anyone like had the deathbed confession that they did it, like at least they would have at least like closed the case, at least the, the like the family would have been you know like come to at peace on what actually happened or why it happened but like there's no there's no like there's no um uh confession or anything like that 
So, another um, another speculation that they had since since um, Mr. Cullen actually he had he had I believe because it wasn't stated what kind of animals he had in the barn. Um, there's a picture though that I can see. It. There's a cow and a horse, or like that. That's generally it. Cows and horses. But um, they they uh, I think it was let me, it was like a descendant or like anaknya or something. Uh, his kid um mentioned na or like stated na um he would actually sell some of the animals for you know animal testing, probably for like companies or whatsoever that right, would need right. animal uh, animal test subjects or like like stuff like that uh, so he would sell animals so like that's what the police are thinking for like a possible motive for the murder that all uh, they could have been you know um animal rights activists or um they could have been like like unha- someone was unhappy with the animals that they got or some things like that like what do you guys what do you guys speculate? Uh, it's it's hard to say if it's a really old case. Yeah, it's like super old. <laughs> and the the problem with old cases is that especially if it's like his like histrionic, you're looking back, it the details it's all from whatever's recorded at the mm-hmm. time, and there's a lot of details left out, so. Uh, it's it's hard to determine what happened to the guy. Uh, I guess that's why it's it still remained unsolved because it's there's just too much time that went between. Yeah. Memories the change. The recollection changed. And the, uh, from what I can tell, there there isn't much to go around with. And like how the gunshot. And stuff. not to mention, the person, the people who were probably you know involved or you know suspects or. You know, are like, probably dead. Yeah, are probably dead. Yeah. Or the people who knew yeah. this this person. Yeah, because there's even like a quote from um the detective sergeant who was interviewed about the case. Uh, like the quote uh, goes that most of the involved people have passed away, seeing that the victim was age sixty two at the time of his death, and um he was likely dealing with people of an age twenty plus or minus 20 years so my, my mother, like, that's what... somebody didn't and really and lived longer <laughs> i remember it all i remember it all like it was yesterday <laughs> uh, but yeah the, it's really hard to spe- i guess that's why there's it's just a bunch of speculation at this point it's hard to say what happened to him Mm-mm. Um, I guess there could be like I I can say it could be foul play. Like who would shoot an old guy, honestly? And why would the old guy do that to himself unless he was going through some stuff? Mental health yeah. guys, you know. There's insane. actually a no. There actually like there's also a speculation that um he could have taken his own life, but like at the same time, there's no gun. There's no um gun in the premises though. Yeah, I mean, somebody like yeah. if if yeah, if you like, did it, they, they there wouldn't be a head. Now. Yeah, there, there wouldn't be a face for one, and and um, and the and yeah, the gun should be there. So if the gun isn't there, definitely it's there is foul play involved. Like mm-hmm. that's the best we can. And the closest speculation definitely would be the neighbors, 
probably mm-hmm. they had bad beef. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. There's that's that's the probability, but we can't say for certain like this is it because there's not much information to go around. Who knows? It could be some huge rat that actually accidentally stepped on the gun, boom, and then like, <laughs> ran away with a gun. That's, that could also be a thing. Or aliens. It could have been aliens. It could have been aliens. The aliens they were not having the, the gun. cow that they abducted. Yeah, the cow There's came some... back with vengeance or something. <laughs> like they gave the cow sentient, you know. <laughs> What yeah, about you, no, Tirso? Did you think it was aliens? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it could be um... cool. There's no gun because they, they kind of, you know, like beamed it up to their spaceship. <laughs> or they could have used the like, the gun. like, you <laughs> know. They beamed up that cow. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all the killers, all, the weapons, <laughs> all gone. It's all gone rid of. Convenient. <laughs> Um, one of the people who was born and raised on the farm or on the property, um, actually also mentioned that Miss Colin, you usually would um keep to himself and was quote always afraid that someone would harm his family. There's a quote here that um he didn't mix too much with the people in the community. He was always on his guard, like most of the farmers was. He gave the impression that he was fearful. So that was like a call from like this one. She's the the person that they interview. She was she's nine years old, so she was like probably like recollection lang niya for like how the, the guy was acting when he was she was like working or during the time that he was uh, she was around the farm area, which is like something that like your memory because with memory like you can't really fully trust your memory. Cause like, yeah. like they always change for some reason. Like, like oh, I thought I I placed this here, and then no, I didn't. I forgot I placed it somewhere else. Like stuff like that. Like small, even small stuff like that. You can't really, you know, rely on your memory. Yes, but like mean. at the same time, like, like, what if, what if, like he 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 did like owe some people money, deba, right? and then like. You know, like he was—he probably been has been having trouble with the farm for like a while back. You know, we we, we can't really say, we can speculate, we speculate. Yeah. At this point, all we can do is speculate. Well, thank you so much, Ninya. For we're basically that. um the the neighbors who like just talk behind. <laughs> I thought you the were other done. People's back. I thought yeah, you were no, done. I'm done. I am. Thank you so much, Ninya, for, <laughs> for that wonderful, wonderful <laughs> fart. Um, we are gonna take one more break, and when we come back, we will be talking about the movie American Murders: The Family Next Door. And it's it's not it's not an unsolved mystery, but it is a murder case that we do want to get into. So we'll be right back. Hey. Hey. Are you enjoying this podcast? Are you laughing your ass off? Are you scared for your life? 
You know how you can show your love for the podcast. Just tell people about us. Go on, do it. You know you want to. Join us. <laughs> yes, that's right. We have a right flick but before that we actually have updates so you know how last episode was it last episode um Probably. the one with um the one with um justin yes <laughs> no last last yeah. time it was, I e- think that was the eastern other, and western the it was one. the one previously yeah so uh, um that's what i was saying so justin actually has a update for all of us um, Ooh. he would like to retract his statement. It wasn't TP Lex, but it was S C Tex. I don't know translations. Anyway, yeah. Uh, it wasn't TP Lex. It was that. Anyway, and it isn't it. It's not a train station, deba. It's a highway. I don't. I don't know. Like, I I've been staying here for how many months and I still have no idea. Okay. Anyway, it's the it's the highway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the highway. Also, um, Bullet from Mad in Manila listened uh-huh. to our uh, to that episode just recently, and um, Hi. while he was out for a jog, and <laughs> he got so creeped out that he he <laughs> he had to stop his his jog like prematurely. <laughs> so I don't know if he lasted for like thirty minutes or what, but it didn't reach an hour. Um, he's <laughs> and that would be funny though if he like he was jogging and it was near the area, like <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Anyway, I think be going for two hours. Oh no, that's factor fake. Which one is fright flick? No, that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Go, you're just going through the songs and then like you're just proud of them. We know which we one is the, the fright. Energy. Which one is the fright flick? Theme song. Everything. The fright flick. Oh, it's, it's number three. The fright Here. flick. Here we go. Or you know, today, depending on when you're watching it or listening to the show. But but anyway. <laughs> and welcome to Fright Flick. Um, oh my god. Uh, can I just say my body had a visceral reaction to the to the to the hee hee. As like all the all the hair on my arms went up. <laughs> just like oh my god. Uh, it reminds me of um the the demon, the demon, the uh, Anawoki? Um, which one is that? Jabawoki? Ayu. <laughs> so the Ayuwoki na ano na demon escape the Ayuwoki. I'm 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 sitting I down. I am sitting down. I'm not walking. Yeah, we're yeah we're not no. going anywhere. <laughs> 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 Our fright flick is 
American Murder, the Murder. family next door. Murder. So um, feel free to add any information uh, that you know about about this movie that, that was revealed here. So basically, it's a documentary film with Shannon Watts. Shannon Watts moved to Colorado with her husband and two daughters. She was also kind of like very active in social media. Yeah, super. Yeah, she's she came from a divorce and then she got married a few years later. So it all starts on August 13. Um, when Nicole Atkinson, her friend, dropped her off at her house after, after they were out yeah out of town drinking, drinking yeah at mm-hmm. 1 a.m. now Shannon the day after did not answer the phone did not text no her calls, no, no calls yeah. yes no calls no text no anything so Nicole calls the parents like silence uh-huh And um, they check inside with the police and Chris, who happened to be the husband uh, and a neighbor. They found out that Shannon Watts has had has disappeared with her two daughters. Um, she left her medication because she was taking me- medication for her migraines, and a- she had like probably antidepressants and also medications for her lupus. And she also left her ring on the bedside t- table. The children were missing, yes, and um, it was found out that she was apparently pregnant. Now, um, during this time, Chris was answering everything. Uh, he was showing them everything that he knew and stuff like that. And um, somebody did not like this. Did not find this amusing, um, the way that Chris was acting, right? Nins. Um, it was um, like her friend, right? No, no, no. I remember correctly. It was the neighbor. Yeah. Remember? Because um, like Chris, though, according uh, if I remember correctly, if uh, I think yeah, it, the neighbor was like saying that like Chris would be like very open. Like, no, Chris wasn't open. Uh, he was covered. What did I watch? <laughs> Kidding. Well, like, I, mean, I think he I don't was remember. Much, in the earlier been... part. Because like uh-huh. he was also... very cooperative. Yeah, because like he also like please find my wife, my kids. That was the yeah. He, he, he went, like there was like a a news person who was like interviewing him. Yeah, and, it was, and like, then like if, if you guys know where see. my but the thing is from what I remember with that, um, they were already picking up tells from his body language. The neighbor was actually kind of like, oh, he, this is sus because he was he was moving a lot. He was fidgety. Normally, he's a very calm and collected person, very soft-spoken. But uh, during the time that he was with the police and all of that, he was very—he was not what his usual self was. So the neighbor was kind of sus, and there, there, there is police footage of him saying that, and it was shown in the was, documentary. He was sus. Yeah. Like the neighbor said he was sus. Not he technically didn't say he was sus, but you know, like he he is like he's <laughs> acting strange. He's acting like not himself. Uh, that would be cool though if the neighbor went. You know, he's like he's acting kind of sus. <laughs> okay. Sus. He's sus, bro. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think he been in. But I think he been in. But the so the police take this into account, but 
um, they soon dismiss it because, of course, who wouldn't be, you know, fidgety and talkative? Like, diba? His wife is missing, diba? And his two daughters. Uh-uh. So they kind of understand. Now, the next day, the search begins and the police begin sending out flyers uh, to neighbors and stuff like that. Going to, like, neighbors, ano, diba? Uh-oh. Um, like, around knocking door to door basically like yeah. asking have you seen this woman uh, she lives around here she's been missing for like this many days and um facebook blows up and everyone knows about it now no um i just remembered watching this from philip defranco like how he was really cooperative it really seemed like please find my find my wife find my kids like it really he really came off as like this like guy who just lost everything that was like the initial release to media na parang, i i just don't know where they are please um if like someone please come back someone help you know in an angle and then the twist keep going yeah so um they bring a dog inside the house and you know like to find you because know, you know they they think that shannon is still alive and stuff like that and the daughters um, so, of course, the dog can track its scent, right? So they bring a dog inside the yeah. house. And they noticed that the house was a bit too clean. Clean. Mm-hmm. So Chris and um, it was found out uh, during the time, during that time, that Chris and Shannon did have an argument and emotional fallout prior to her disappearance. Then yep. Chris gets questioned by the police and um, it was found that after that fallout, Shannon and the kids flew to Shannon's parents cross country for six weeks. Mm-hmm. During that time, they visit Chris's mom. Do you remember what happened with Chris's mom? Um, how she fed the child everything that oh, she was allergic um, to. And then she was yelling. I remember um, like uh, the wife was basically yelling at the mom that like, you're trying to kill my kid, uh-uh. basically. Because like like the mom knows that um the uh the kid the kid is allergic to all of these things, yet um she's still feeding like the kid. Uh uh-uh. uh, and the kid actually had an like an allergic, allergic reaction. Uh uh-uh, yun. Aww. So that further gave a wall between Shannon and Chris. Mm-mm. I think he's a mama's boy or something. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, Apparently, during the six weeks that Shannon has been away, away, Chris has not been in contact with Shannon. Like, it's always Shannon who initiates, initiates the contact, the conversation, ganon uh-uh, ganon. And you know, so um, it's kind of you know jazz. normal because Shannon is more of the more of the controlling person in the relationship. Apparently, mom, Chris's mom, and Chris's sister doesn't like Shannon. That that's what they found out in the first police questioning. Now the next day, the police are getting super sus of Chris now because they've established this this thing where Shannon and Chris had a fallout. So there is a motive. So they were fighting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So more questioning happened and. That time he takes a lie detector test because the police are thinking that he was unfaithful to Shannon. Now there, there, there's another person. Uh-huh. I think it was um 
Shannon's friend. Kasi no. like um in the documentation. It, um, it, it's like not the Shannon's friend. There's like text messages. Yeah. Uh, it's Shannon. Like she was like telling her friend that like she could have have someone else. Kasi yeah. Not, yeah. Like, also Shannon. Um. Like, uh, a few weeks. Yeah. A few weeks leading to her disappearance, Shannon was having suspicion that. Chris had someone else. Ganon. Because like in the doc, in the ano, in the I'm I'm not, I'm gonna say movie. In the uh, documentary. Sorry, like in the movie, um yeah, in the documentary, like like they they're showing the text conversations of um Shannon and her friend. Uh like oh um it's been how many days and like no hugs, no kiss, no like this and that, and then like she would give him signs that um like she wants to be intimate, and then he would like not be and would start working out like basically ignoring her and um before chris was loving and stuff but now it's nothing parang yeah, nothing he's at all uh he's distant the, he takes the lie detector test and he fails he doesn't know this but nicole um who was not the nicole the other person yeah another nicole um came forward and revealed that chris was cheating on Shannon with her. So the the police know this. Uh, even without the lie detector test, he's he's lying. They already they already know. They already know that Nicole confessed that he was cheating. So detectives are pressing Chris for info, citing that he did not cry at all because his daughters were missing. And then like he's like in in the videos, like he seems like he really loved his daughters. Uh oh, ganon and stuff like that. Parang he was like there's no, no tear, no no tears. Like, He's nonchalant not about tear. about it. He's just you know like panicking and stuff. You know, acting. They find my wife. They bring Chris's dad in to talk to Chris, and um apparently Chris confessed. Shannon had found out that he was cheating. In retaliation, she went to kill the daughters. Shannon, yeah. Uh Shannon First went to kill the Cece? the dot. Yes. And then the police took everything for for evidence. Chris mentioned that he hid the bodies. He buried them near a where crude oil. Where he was working. Uh, near oh. where he was working, near a crude oil tank. The girls were in the tanks, and Shannon was buried in the ground somewhere, like in a shallow grave. Ganon. But the police t- did not believe Chris's testimony that Shannon killed, killed the daughters. His daughters. Because, first of all, Shannon loves the daughters so much. And they're expecting one more. Yeah, and they're expecting one more. It was, they did not believe that Shannon could have done all of this to the daughters. Just because, you know, Chris was cheating and stuff like that. A court case happens and it was ruled that Chris was the one who murdered everyone. He still denies killing the girls and Chris is arrested. Uh-uh. He was sentenced to five accounts of uh-uh. five five um, times life in prison or something like that. I don't know the yeah, specific terms. Like uh-uh. They recovered the bodies the next day on August 16, three, four days after she disappeared. And they recovered it on August 16. And um, Nicole, the mistress was interrogated to see if she was in cohorts with Chris. Uh, if she was the one who encouraged Chris to... To, to it. To, no, to like, kill. Uh-uh. Ganun. But uh, yeah. it was established that she did... She had nothing to do with it. Any of no. this. Uh-oh. 
um, the police were piecing everything together. He was guilty. He was found guilty. And even to this day, Chris still blames Shannon for killing the children. Yeah, which is like strange in my opinion. Yeah. The, like, I think it's... it's Because like, there's a bit where he, he, he told his dad that I blacked out. And then the next thing I knew, I was doing this to my kids and I did this to my wife. And then, like, I think... Like he, a part of him is denying the reality that that's what he did, the how horrible the thing he did was. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I think. Like why, why he would like deny the 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 fact even if he did admit to it. Yeah, and um, years later, it was actually found out through not years later because this happened in 2018. Um, it was found out through Chris's lawyer. That uh, Chris actually confessed to the lawyer. He said that him and Shannon were in a heated argument. Parang Chris broke and he killed Shannon when one of the daughters come in and see Shannon dead. Oh. So what he did was he killed the daughters too. Because parang they're part of this now. Yeah, Ganun. they saw it. Uh uh-uh. uh. He's now he, he's still currently alive. Like when they were saying in the in the documentary, like like it was um it was Shannon who killed the kids. I'm like no, like like the videos that she's taking, like how much like she appreciates and loves her kids. Like you can see it on like like her videos that she takes with her kids. She she vlogs them. Yeah. Basically, she yeah. she she vlogs her life with her kids. It's like super centered around her daughters. Like oh, it's my kid's birthday. It's Christmas. Oh, like look, like this. These are my children. I'm so happy and proud of them. So in the first place, how could she have killed the daughters? Yeah, there was no motivation. There was no no. There Uh-oh. was no motive. Ganon, and it was and very then, like, sus. Um, like correct me if I'm wrong. Na, like they asked the the mistress. Na like did you know about like him having kids? Was that ever an issue between you and Chris? The parang Like I think she she answered no. No, she knew. Like, she knew. She knew she, that. No, like she she answered no to like like it's not a problem now. Uh, yeah, na, yeah. Like, she knew she that has, she has a family. Yeah. Like it was parang understandable sa end ng mistress na like, oh yeah, I know. Um, the wife has kids. It's not a problem for But me and Chris's relationship. It was, it was actually she kind of kids. established in that Chris lied to Nicole saying that he was in the middle of a divorce with yeah Shannon with um Shannon uh-uh. which is like not true which is not true because they're still married there's like in Shannon's mind they're like in a good relationship they're just Ganon. having a speed bump yeah yeah and then like and then like in um Nicole's mind oh okay this man is going through a divorce I'm just gonna basically wait for it like yeah finished and then I uh, like Chris and I can be a thing, and then we can be okay. That's how the mind of um, Nicole worked on the the situation. Well, Chris is like I have to get out on. of this relationship, like Ganon. Because like it was established that Shannon was really controlling. Like she's hands on, like straight up hands on. There was a bit that she was asking, "Where were you? Why weren't you answering your phone?" Etc. Etc. Like you can see that she was frustrated with Chris for probably because he was late during the that moment, and she was like. 
give me your phone and so on so on so on like she could have been speculating then like there's an issue between them it I'm was it was slowly building up na she found out na he had a mistress ganun, ganun. and uh, I, I guess Chris I, I, just she had an idea and I guess Chris just broke ganun, and killed her I mean you know it's really shitty and you know Chris wanted a, a boy yeah Chris diba? wanted a boy so guys you should really watch I know American Murders <laughs> The family it's next so door. Sad. It's it's so the storytelling. It's so compelling. First of all, it's true crime. So you guys, if you're into true crime, I suggest you go watch that. Although the thing that I don't like about the documentary is it's told the story is told through a lot of texts. And the thing I don't like about it, my one gripe about it, is that they intentionally misspell some of the words. And then they do like yeah, and then type back. Yeah, type back. And then back there space. are some, there are some words that are left like intentionally like misspelled. I don't know if that's the actual text that she sent and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, you don't have to backspace, backspace. Just give us the text. I think they're trying to make it dramatic. Uh, maybe dramatic, a, or a, maybe they're a, trying to a, eat the time. Parang that, that's just my one gripe with the movie. Uh, the documentary but other than that everything really I love it though. I love it it's really good v- really compelling um, it's really I'm really sad for Shannon especially since yeah. she was pregnant and she was expecting like, her honestly, third though, baby they could have like they could have just gotten like a proper divorce and settled yeah but the thing is Shannon like, didn't want a divorce that's, that's also a thing and Chris wanted out so that that's it that's our fright flick um, I don't know when we're gonna have our next fright flick Hopefully soon, but we you will. Watch, um... Hold on, hold on. Speaking of fright flick, okay, okay. the by the time that this episode comes out, it's actually the also the release of Trese. So yes, actually, I was gonna say uh, that. Too. I hope you are like, excited if... to watch that. Um, we will be chatting if... about it. We will be talking if about it. If you guys it. haven't like haven't known about this amazing comic. First of all, first of all, like, if you haven't known, first of all, where were you? Um, <laughs> because we have been talking about Trese in this show for like the past few episodes. A already. while. Yeah, a while. Yeah. So you should have known by a now. A while. And second of all, like, it's ba- it's basically pop culture. But go on, Ninya. You wanted to explain what Trese is about. I'm not gonna like explain the whole thing, but like I just want people to like give it a chance. It's on at least four languages. If whichever you fancy language Isn't you want to watch it on, four. There's a German one. It's in English, Tagalog, um, Japanese, and German. I don't know if the German one is available in the Philippines, but but I do know there is a German one. Like, cause I'm part of the Trese um, Facebook group where the author is in, and then he would like post on it. And then there were there was the meme we're in um, like uh, English Tagalog and Japanese like they were like comparing which one is the better like like dub and so on and then like meanwhile the German was like just gonna sit here guys I'm I'm good <laughs> it's that that meme anyway thank you so much <laughs> for coming to our show thank you so much Mars for being on the show with us even though she cannot yeah. be with us anymore she had to leave quietly but you yeah, know like, we understand that she has jobs that she, she has, has to she has a life guys. she has a life like us. <laughs> she has a life outside of our lives you know she we understand yes. that she doesn't like, like us anymore else. we understand <laughs> that she doesn't want to be with us anymore that's fine we understand that she's tired of us 
me and Ninya, we're just old. Hi. Hi. <laughs> old, washed up, abandonable people. Uh, that's, I don't think that's a word. <laughs> Ig- ignorable okay. people. You know, ignore the emails that we sent you. <laughs> Shade. Um, the emails were full. Speaking Please of check your emails, though. Speaking like, of emails uns- are like useful. Speaking of unsolved mysteries. What's up? Them reading the email that is an unsolved mystery. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Frightening Alarming Real Life Tales show. You can follow Ninya on all her socials at Nin C Fernandez. That's N-I-N-C-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. I'm at the Andrew Tops on everything. That's T-H-E-A-N-D-R-E-W-T-O-P-S on everything. And the show's Facebook and Twitter is at Farts Pod. F-A-R-T-S-P-O-D. If you've got a scary story you'd like to share, then you can email fartspod at gmail.com or message us on our socials. Read our email. Yes, please. We also have a Discord server, so if you want us to come, if you want to come and hang out with us, we frequently talk about anything scary in there when you post memes and such and anything we men- mention in the in the podcast, we also post there. The link will be in the show notes of this episode. Also, thank you to Mars for coming and a big fuck you to the people who ignored our messages. Bye. <laughs> Damn, all right. Bye, team. I could feel Andrew's salt with whoever it is that did not that seeds on him. <laughs> I felt the salt.